Hello girls, welcome to another episode of Soar Girls Podcast. This is a place of conversation featuring stories of girls like you who have been influencing the world with the light of Jesus. Our vision is to raise a generation of girls who soar in Christ. We believe these conversations will lift, lead and launch you into your God destiny. So dive in. Today we are talking to Tara Lynn Saint. From a former shy girl turned speaker, author and influencer, she overcame the struggle of holding back her voice. She recently was a finalist in Miss Supernatural Haiti Beauty Pageant and placed first runner-up Miss Elegance and Miss Women Empowerment. The list goes on for Tara. She is also a fashion editor for Cosmopolitan Magazine, host of Dress for Battle podcast and founder of Adorned in Armor Ministry. We're talking about living a life of purity, overcoming heartbreaks, dreaming and achieving big dreams, thinking like royalty and the importance of being dressed for battle. Majorly, we're talking about our identity in Christ. Hello, Taral. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. We are so excited to have you here. Uh, and uh, we're just looking forward. We have been looking forward to be able to talk to you and have a great chat with you about your life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm excited to share. Great. So can you tell us about yourself? Yes. Okay. So everyone, I'm Tara Lynn and um, I, I call myself a multi-hyphenate because I do a lot. Uh, but most importantly, I am a daughter of the Most High King. And so I put that first and foremost. Um, I am an author. I signed a three book deal. Um, and my most latest one is called She Reigns. Um, I am also, I do pageants as well. And so I'm really into that. And I'm really, I'm just a big encourager when it comes to women embracing their crowns in Christ as well. So I, I love that. I love encouraging women and so that they may walk in their identities as daughters of the Most High King. I'm also the fashion editor at Cosmopolitan and I love that. And I actually just mm -hmm. came from church. Like I have like oh, my new uniform today. I don't know. You can't really see, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just love life. I love people. And yeah, I'm just so grateful to be here. There's more, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That is so nice. Uh, so, you know, tell us about, uh, I know that you're very young, right? Mm -hmm. And how did you uh, come to a turning point to achieve all this? Yes. So I've always been a really goal-oriented person and I've always done things with purpose. And so ever since I was a little girl, I was just really big on getting good grades at school. I love to read. I love to like perform. I love to just show up for myself in the classroom. And so I just really love education. And so um, it started very, very young. My parents taught me and my siblings excellence. I'm the oldest of four. Wow. And um, yeah, so it just started really young. I enjoyed writing. I enjoyed just dressing up because I used to be a very, very shy child. 
so shy. I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> you can't believe it because it's like, here I am talking, you know, but I used to be so shy and um, my style allowed me to speak for, like my style spoke for me, which is why like I loved bold colors and it was just such a great conversation starter. So yeah, I got started in writing and fashion really, really young. I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. I mean, I still hope to do stuff, like have my own collection one day. But um, ultimately, God led me into being a um, going into communication studies, where I was um, at Ryder University in New Jersey, and I landed like top media internships in New York City. I'm working for like fashion, and it was just so beautiful. But like, what I would say like change the game was my freshman year so like my first year ever in college um at university I received the assignment uh, to create a blog and um of course I love to write I was really bold about my faith and I love to dress up so I was like okay I'm gonna write about all three and just like combine it like you know about my personal experiences I'm going to talk about God and I'm gonna talk about my personal style like show women how to dress like you know wow. how to style themselves <laughs> yeah and um it was so I just love how God works because in that season um I got I realized how sad I was mm-hmm. um, my mom has been ill for a majority of my life and um, so she has this condition called, and it's rare, called a vascular necrosis, mm-hmm. where her femur bones have rotted black. And um, at a very young age, I believe I was just five when she had her first surgery. She was perfectly fine before, a working nurse and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, she had her first surgery when I was five years old. My brother was four. My sister was three. My baby sister was barely a year old. And um, yeah, I remember going home for spring break and uh, my mom was in the hospital and it was after hours um but my dad like he knew how to sneak us in into the hospital so we snuck in Mm -hmm. um because we wanted to see my mom and we went to see her and she was fast asleep and so we Mm -hmm. just waited for her to wake up but when she woke up um she recognized us but she couldn't remember our names and that was the very first time that I've ever cried in front of my family. Um, I always used to say, I used to count on my fingers how many times like I've cried because it was just something I didn't do. I didn't like getting emotional or anything, especially as the eldest. Just, you know, you think you have to have it all together. Mm. Um, but yeah, I remember just leaving the room because I couldn't like take it. Um, and my father went to the doctors and said, like, something's wrong with my wife. Um, they didn't really believe it until, like, the next day they found out that she had a stroke. Mm. And so it was just very difficult because it's like, okay, God, I've had, I see my mom go through seven unsuccessful surgeries. She lives in chronic pain, you know, from the top yeah. of her head to the soles of her feet. And now she has a stroke. Like, she couldn't even, like, remember our names. Like, so I was just, like really upset with God you know that night she called us back and she was like no I remember you I don't know what's going on and she just like repeated our names for us and it was touching but it was also just very like it was alarming you know and I remember going back to campus and I was in my dorm room and I was just like I don't know like what is going on like life it's messed up it's messed up. Like, you know, like how much more can she take and how much more can I carry? And I remember listening to a sermon by um, Dr. Charles Stanley. 
Mm-hmm. And he talked about Ephesians 6, about putting on the full armor of God. Mm-hmm. And it just like reminded me that we are in a spiritual battle. Yeah. And yeah, and at the time, I needed a name for my blog, which is now like my brand and now my ministry. And um, it was there where I was journaling and the Lord gave me adorned in armor. So my mission is to equip women to dress up for the battlefield of life like you know and i show them how to do it spiritually and physically because i believe that we can do we can look fabulous like you know and just conquering these obstacles and just fighting the battle because the victory is already ours um because the lord is on our side so that's how that happened and within a year i was voted the best international fashion blog um Yes. So it showed my parents, you know, Haitian immigrants very early that the Lord could use any industry. And blogging was, I mean, it wasn't like new, new, but fairly new. Yeah. Um, at the time when I was in school, it was like 2014. And it just showed that God could use anything. And it was really just the beginning of everything because from that platform, so many things have been birthed. My podcast, um, just uh, other internships and like shadow opportunities, fashion opportunities, you know, and being in fashion week, so much has come from that. Wow. Wow. What a story. What a fabulous story. I mean, God is so good. And it's just, it just, we can, I can just see God's goodness in your life, isn't it? Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. Yes. So at, yeah. Uh, just, just wanted to uh, just get the details. At what age did you get this ministry? You started this ministry of Adorned in Armor. Wow, I never thought about what age it was. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was twenty-one. Wow, twenty. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't know like it was what I called a ministry. Like, you know, it was only recently, like probably like two years ago or so that I was like, oh, it's a ministry. Um, But it wasn't until I was done with college that I got my LLC. And so it became an official business. And then like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think it was that it was around that age. Like if you think about like a freshman in college. Yeah. 21, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think 20. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you spoke about uh, you would do everything in excellence. Is that the secret to you being able to achieve big dreams? Yes, I would say excellence, but definitely putting God in the center of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what's so interesting is that because I knew who I was in Christ, though I didn't know what exactly I was doing, I can look back and see that he was guiding me all along because my desire was just to please him. Wow. And so like when you have that heart of service of just like wanting to please the father, like he will show you not like, I mean, I told you I was always a goal oriented person, uh, but he used my passions. And I believe that we have themes and dreams on our hearts for a reason and God will use it and we will see his promises come to pass. Yeah, amen, amen to that. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you did mention that you were a very shy girl. Of course, uh, it's impossible to believe that. Uh, <laughs> but I know that even I, as uh, when I was in school, was a very shy girl. I did not even have friends. I was so shy. Wow. Uh, wow. But tell me, from from being shy to being a public speaker and an author and influencer, how did that happen? Okay, so how could I? Honestly, it was like the more like 
I just grew up, the more I just came out of my shell. So I was always like myself with my family and like my cousins and everything, right? Mm. Um, but it was like people at school began to see different sides of me. Like the more I became confident in like who I was, like, you know, and I don't know where that shyness came from. I think it was just, I mean, even still to this day, if I'm not on a stage or something, I only speak when I have something to say. <laughs> like, I you know, like I'm really, yeah, I'm really chill. I'm a woman of few words, but if I'm going to speak, it's going to have impact. Mm-hmm. And I learned like, I'm okay with that. Um, when I was young, again, I was saying that it was the fashion. It was the style that was able to like really push me forward and mm-hmm bring me into like my God-given confidence even more. It was just like a tool, honestly. So I would say it was that. It was also knowing, though I was shy, I didn't know like, okay, I'm a daughter of the king. I'm royalty, you know? And it's only a matter of time before like I have to use my voice. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, the Lord was just like taking it out year after year. And I would say, my senior year of high school I was more so like okay guys like here I am like you know but in college that was when the Lord was like okay no this is Tara Lynn and even every year like you know like he's still revealing more and more and that's what I love about him like there's so much more to life there's so much more to us and God will reveal it the more that we're just like you know in tune with him yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. You know, um, you know, at the age of 20, 21, uh, most of us, uh, me too, including wanted to do, wanted to have fun with friends, wanted to try out things that are in the world, um, you know, like um, maybe like, you know, alcohol, drugs, partying, everything. How did you keep yourself pure and away from it? Like what, what, inspired you or what what did God speak to you about that you were so convicted that you knew hey you know what I'm going to be away from this because I know I am I have a future with God yeah yeah I think it really just comes down to like knowing who you are in Christ um so because I knew I was a representative and like you know there's a saying that you will be for a lot of people you will be the only bible that people see you will be the only Bible that people read. You know, they may not step in a church building, but when they see you as a representative of Christ, it's important that we are um, just dressing and just living according to how, you know, our father would be pleased, you know, with it. And so it wasn't difficult for me to, I don't know, to like not smoke or anything. I've never smoked in my life. Of course, like I've had drinks, um, but I've never gotten drunk and stuff. Um, There were parties that I did attend, but it wasn't like too crazy. And I don't know, like, I just I do want to say to everybody out there that's listening, like, even if you did that stuff, or even if you're in that, it's never too late to come out Mm -hmm. of it. There's the redeeming power of the Lord. And there's nothing wrong when you're trying to turn around, like, you know, because God uses every portion of our lives for his glory and so if you were a partier people and like you're trying to minister like to people or just evangelize by using your life to other people you just be like yeah, I, I used to be like just like you like you know and that's your way of evangelizing there's so many different ways um god uses every part of our story and i would say definitely having a good community helped as well um because i 
yeah, my mom was is my best friend. And um, I also just had like big sister like figures that like, you know, I saw were able to live a life that please God, like, you know, and still have fun. There are other ways to have fun, yeah. you know, and it's not for me. Yeah. True. There are other ways to have fun. I mean, it's yeah. so much fun other than everything else that the world puts us in, right? Yeah. Uh, is it worth it not being, you know, uh, not being in those places where others would be? And I know that you might have done many sacrifices to be mm-hmm. where you are. Um, yeah. Is it worth it to miss all those things? It is worth <laughs> it. Because, look, look at where I am now. Like God definitely sees the sacrifices and he honors obedience. And so I like, I think when you keep loving the father in the forefront, and even if you don't love him yet, just like saying, God, like, I do want to please you, like, show me, teach me. He will help you, you know, like all we have to do is just ask him. If we mm-hmm. ask, we will receive this help. Wow, wow, wow. So, uh, you know, in one of your podcasts, you spoke spoke about uh, being heartbroken and how you use the examples of how, how heartbrokenness uh, to overcome and you help others. Can you, uh, you know, speak to the listeners if they have been heartbroken? How do you overcome that? Mm-hmm. So for this one, it's like an ongoing thing because it's like, I mean, it's a different situation, but you know, like this is life. Things happen. You will have someone will let you down. People will let you down because we're people like, you know, and um, people can be fickle, like, you know, but the one thing that's so amazing is God is constant and he loves us so much. And so in the times where I just felt so down, I literally have felt how he has lifted me up and it it is because of his love and this season in particular he has shown me like what it means to be like my best friend like you know and it's such a beautiful thing because it just shows like the deeper and in intimacy that we go with our father the more that he will show of himself and that is the most healing and restorative and transforming power that we could ever come across. So if you are broke, heartbrokenness, if you're heartbroken, just know that the Lord is still waiting to meet you right where you are and he can lift you up. It's not over for you. Wow. Wow. Amen to that. The God is, the Lord is still waiting for you. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, you know, I, I want to talk about you being in the pageant right i mean it is uh, secretly it's every little girl's dream isn't it Uh, but most of us um would feel it as unachievable did you Mm -hmm. always know and how did you get to it no i didn't always know so funny story i didn't grow up doing pageants or anything i it never even came to mind until freshman year of college again like it was freshman year like you know mm-hmm. college changed everything for me um there's this woman on campus that was just like oh like you're beautiful you look like you could win pageants do you want to enter this one we're having it at the university and then i was like oh okay yeah sure why not I love to dress up I love to be on stage like in my robe like you know so I was like yeah let's do it and I love to make a impact by like sharing what I stand for Mm -hmm. and so um I did that pageant and I won it and like that lit a fire but I didn't know like I was going to do any more pageants I just thought it was a one-time thing like you know just like okay this is awesome yay I just got my crown um but it wasn't until um after that like 
okay, I graduated school. Um, I was the top of my class. And what was so confusing for me and my family was that like, I didn't have a job lined up right after graduating. My professors were confused. My family was confused. We're just like, we don't know what's going on. But okay, the Lord had me home. Um, and there's many reasons um, why I could like, I could look back and see what he was doing. One, he wanted me home to better take care of my mother. Mm. Um, two, he has seen that like, I don't really like getting up in the morning and like I could be my own boss. And so in a way he forced me into entrepreneurship. Um, and so I was doing adorned and armor like full time and just landing fashion collaborations. And that was how I was getting paid and like traveling and doing speaking engagements. But then what happened after that? Girl, because there is so much. I'm like, I'm... <laughs> okay, so I was just there and I was sitting. I was just like, okay, what can I do with this time that I have been given? Because I'm not going to have it again, you know? And what can I pursue? And I'm like, okay, school. I love school. So let me get some more of it. And I got my master's um, at Syracuse University. And um, I did it online, but there were some portions that I was I had to go up to upstate New York for classes and things like that but then I was like oh I want to do pageants like I want to do some more like let me just look into it and I landed the crown for Miss Black New Jersey mm. and um it definitely has been a journey because there's been more pageants that I've done I guess I'll lead you into that okay so I did the Miss Black New Jersey and then at nationals I came uh first runner up or second, I don't know, one of those, but like, I was broken oh. that I didn't win. Mm. And I was just like, God, like, my gosh, like, no, I want to win. Like, you know, but like, there was a reason for everything for sure. And through this whole journey, um, he has taught me winning is different. Like winning to me now is just full obedience to the Lord. It's not mm. having that crown, especially because I already knew who I was like, you know, and God gave me that crown first. And so he has shown me like what it means to be on stage or go into these spaces like, you know, that he has allowed allowed me into and to shine for his glory. The most recent pageant I did, it was the Miss Supernational pageant um, for Haiti. And I came in, <laughs> thank you. I came in first runner up for that one. And I won the crown for Miss Elegance and Miss Woman Empowerment. And it's such a long story of how I even got into it. But my dream is to do Miss Universe Haiti. Hey, we're so, with you oh, for that. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. I appreciate your support. Um, and the Lord showed me that that was actually a desire in my heart. He showed me that in 2020 during the pandemic. So there's such a long testimony behind that one. But all I just have to say is that if it's a desire on your heart, see God about it. And he's going to lead you into the ways that you should go. Yeah, amen, amen. But you know what? Uh, a lot of times women uh, or we are scared uh, to even think big right because we feel oh if i think big it's not going to happen and i'm going to be heartbroken and you know it's going to be embarrassing how do mm -hmm. i how do i get myself to think big and to be able to stay the course yeah so i would say this cuz it's a mind thing a mindset thing mm -hmm. and i talk about that in my book she reigns i talk about how when we don't know whose we are, if we do not know we're royalty, then we're going to have a poverty mindset. 
The Lord has called us to live fulfilled lives. He has called us to live in abundance. So what are we doing not dreaming big? If the king of the universe, the universe, like, you know, has created us, has called us good, beautiful beings, you know, why would he not accomplish these dreams? Like if it's not aligned in his will, you know what I mean? He has great things in store for us. We are purposed for a reason. And so we have to come into the belief that the Lord has amazing, amazing things in store for us. Because when we do not dream big, when we're just thinking small, we're just robbing ourselves. And we're not only just robbing ourselves, we're robbing the kingdom. Wow. And yeah. it's our inheritance. Yeah, true. It's our inheritance. It's ours. And so it's time to step into it and claim what is ours. Amen. Yeah, I love that thing that you spoke about, you know, not having a poverty mentality. Yeah, we are royalty. And if if we don't think big, we are actually uh, thinking that we we are poor. Uh, yeah. Wow, thank you so much for that truth. Uh, no, I'm yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you are an editor at the fashion magazine and it's a secular job, right? Mm-hmm, it is. Um, so how do you uh, keep yourself? Because I, I, I myself have a secular job other than, you know, uh, working in Sorgals Ministry. But how do you keep yourself, um, you know, um, not influenced by the world and influenced and still pursuing God and knowing that, you know what, I am different. I am royalty. I am I am the daughter of the universe. So how do I keep myself away and still with them, if you know what I'm saying? Um, it's knowing that you're there to make an impact. Mm-hmm. So what's so funny is that, okay, so I, I've just been working there for about a year, um, a little over a year. Um, I finished, I was finishing up my third book and, um, I remember just feeling like, oh, I think, I feel like it's time. And I didn't know that I would have the opportunity to re-enter the fashion industry in this way. I thought, okay, just one day down the line, I'll just like have my own fashion collection and that's it. But I thought that fashion editor dream was dead because I had these books and I just didn't like, I didn't think about it anymore, especially like in the pandemic, you know what I mean? But I remember the beginning of last year, I just knew that it was time for me to enter back into this space. So I saw the job listing and Mm -hmm. it was the only one that I applied to, Cosmopolitan Fashion Editor. And I looked at it and I knew it was mine. I knew it was mine and I applied. I did the whole um, process and like with the encouragement of my family as well. And there's a story time behind that as well. I have it on my YouTube, um, but it wasn't until like, like we were doing the interviews and like my current boss was just like um he she was mentioning things that i had spoken to god about so i like it was just further confirmation that this was for me and she was just saying th- things like you know we want to honor your voice and make sure that it's like it's you that's speaking mm-hmm. like you know though we have like our own um you know way of speaking and stuff like that we want to make sure that it's you that you come across like you know that you shine that you sparkle and it, just so many other confirmations too like I don't have to wake up early in the morning <laughs> like you know and like for most of the time like I work from home and I'm still able to take care of my mom and they're so understanding of it and it's just being there and in this space it just is a really a reminder because they're really just 
amazed that like, wow, you're cool. And you, you, you believe in Jesus? Like, wow. Like, like, you know, because again, like sometimes we will be the only Bible that mm-hmm. people see. And so I'm able to like be with them, like have conversation and just like chill. Like not everything has to be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's just the way that you carry yourself. It's how you show them the love of God. Like, you know, it's how you attend to them, even in the office, you know what I mean? Um, Just being that representative and know that you're made to make an impact no matter what industry that you're in. Wow, yeah, that that's amazing. Of uh, you're made to make an impact. Fabulous, uh, yeah. fabulous, right? Uh, you know, you, you uh, in your podcast, a uh, dawn in armor. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, dress for battle. Sorry, that's the podcast okay. that you. Sorry. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, when I when I went through the podcast and I was listening to a lot of stuff that was very interesting. Uh, if you, if anyone wants to listen to it, uh, uh, please go to YouTube and follow. Dress for Battle podcast. It's fabulous. Uh, I know that everyone will be encouraged. I mean, and uh, mm-hmm. the best thing is Tara shares uh, from her real life. So it's all real and it's nothing uh, that's just because she's sharing. She's experienced that. And, and yes. I just love that. Right. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So tell me, I, that's been my question. I've been wanting to ask you this. What do you mean when you say I need to be dressed for battle? So my ministry was born about like, the theme is Ephesians 6, you know, put on the full armor of God. And so I mentioned to you how you gave me the title for like, you know, I was inspired to name my brand adorned in armor, right? Um, But but, (laughs) yeah, okay. And I also told you I went to grad school. And again, it was another assignment that that okay, that podcast was born. So I had to create a podcast um, for, I don't know, it was like one of my final assignments um, as a grad student. And um, I knew I was going to name it Dress for Battle because that's my tagline for Adorned in Armor. Mm-hmm. And I had listened to that Charles Stanley sermon. I don't recall what it was, like the sermon, the title, but I do know that when I listened to it, I was directed in a way of what my mission was going to be so mm-hmm. of course it's um equipping young women to know and not even because i'm i'm growing up you know i'm getting grown now <laughs> mm-hmm. but equipping women to know who they are in christ and how um, to dress up for life by putting on the full armor of god like you know we have to get dressed from the crowns of our head to the soles of our feet you know when we go off to battle you don't just go out there just like naked you know Mm -hmm. and so the bible shows us and tells us what we need to put on and so Mm -hmm. when i share my experiences and when i interview um guests though we're on a pause right now when i interview them um i encourage them to be vulnerable so that they could show us and when i'm speaking as well so i could show others this is how I'm being transparent. This is how you dress up for this battle. This is how we can overcome because I truly believe that oftentimes we speak about the testimony when it's over. Hmm. And it's so important that we talk about it in the middle. I call it the testimony in the making. Wow. Yeah. 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 And that is so important to be dressed for battle because like you said in the start, we are constantly in a spiritual battle, right? And, 
uh, if we're not dressed for it, uh, like you said, we're not gonna go you out. Get yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get hurt out there, yeah. and it's like I mean, being on God's side doesn't mean that you won't get hurt, but it means that you are protected and that you are victorious. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, very big on just like showing women, like you know, don't give up. You're on the winning side. You're victorious. You're more than a conqueror. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyone wants to listen to you, follow you, can you can you talk about that? Yes. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, you can follow me at I am Tara Lynn. So there's a H there, T-A-R-A-H-L-Y-N-N. And so that's my Instagram. That's where I'm most active. You can follow my ministry at Adorned in Armor as well, and address for battle podcast whenever we're going to come back. Um, also subscribe to my newsletter. I'll send you the link um because that is where I share like my most intimate updates um with um people on my email list and I call that the armory and um, well, of course youtube as well um i would love to get back i mean i do have a lot of content there anyway but um if you guys want to know more about me and to like hear my stories and my testimonies because i share them all over there um please follow um or subscribe to adorned in armor amen thank you so much for sharing that uh tell okay. me uh, uh yeah tell us about your new book she reigns what is it about yeah. So uh, She Reign is all about how to reign supreme over your inner world. And I talk about in the beginning of my book how I didn't know what this book was going to be about. I didn't have the title yet. I didn't know um, until I had like attack after attack after attack. And I was just like, oh, wow, I was asking God for content. And here it is. Like, you know, here's the content for this book. Um, So I was like, thanks, God. Oh, my goodness. But it was a lot. Um, And I experienced like just so many what I call in the book ugly stuff. God was making me aware of the things that like he wanted to change, like um, in my heart or like in my mind, he wanted to show me how to have a renewed mindset and how I call it my book, how to think like a queen. And so I feel like a kingdom mindset, it's so important because I didn't know, like, I thought, okay, I'm a positive person. I love the Lord. Like, you know, I know my, who I am in Christ and, you know, that's enough, but it's not enough if you're not having a renewed mind and you can have a renewed mind every single day. I was going through a time where it was just like very confusing as to why like my thoughts were like dark. I was like, I don't know what's going on. This isn't like me. Um, But Lord, like help because I'm like, it made me feel like, okay, like the enemy was trying to make me feel that I wasn't saved. Like, you know, I wasn't a true believer because I was thinking some of these things and God was affirming me even in the dark, like, you know, and so it's this book is a testament to how God has shown up for me um, in the time where I didn't know what was going on in my own mind. And he told me like, you know, this book is for overcomer. And so I strongly believe that you supreme over your inner world and so yeah that is she reigns wow wow we would love to uh read the book and i think uh the book is available on amazon amazon yeah i don't know do you have barnes and noble i don't think so over there but yeah major book retailers but amazon yeah it's there 
Great. Yes. So yeah, uh, please do pick up the book. I've read the reviews and I think I'm very interested in reading the book. And thank yeah, you. I would love to pick it up. And thank you so much, Tara. Um, just before we go, would you, uh, I'd give you some time to talk to the listeners. Uh, the listeners um, of Soul Girls are actually... Uh, all over the nation and uh, they're especially women right and especially girls who who are looking out to uh, to know how to live a god-given destiny just like you they they wanna they want to be you right uh, so how do you so if you want to speak to them pray over them i would leave that to you yeah okay so my message to you all is that you are so loved i think that is the the most important thing that I can say, um, especially going through this life where you just feel honestly, sometimes unappreciated, you don't feel seen, you don't feel heard, you don't feel loved, you know, but the love of God is available to you. And he has purposed you to go out into the world like he has commissioned us. So if you're just there, just chilling in bed, it's time to get up because he has called you to go out and make disciples of every nation. And so you can make a difference right where you are. You can use a social media. You could use like, you know, your school. It doesn't matter where you are. Going on a walk. It's the simple things. And just go to God and say, Lord, just use me. And he will use you. And you will see his glory on your life. And I also just encourage you to write down your dreams, write it down, like literally write it down. Like I know I, we have our iPhones and everything. I love typing too, but there's nothing like putting pen to paper. And so like you're able to look back and see all that the Lord has done and bring it to God and see what he does with it. Because not only will he accomplish the desires that align with his will, but he will do so much more. You know, the Bible says that he would do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask for or think. So you have to believe in it before you even see it because it's going to happen. And I'm believing in it for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that encouraging word. Uh, thank you once again, Tara, for coming in. Uh, what a lovely chat we had. Uh, and we would, of course, love to have you again. But uh, yeah, uh, we would, uh, you know, uh, just go follow her on Instagram and uh, YouTube and uh, read her new book. And uh, we love you very, very much. Thank you so much. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this inspiring and think someone needs to hear this today, do share this episode link with them. For sharing is caring. And don't forget to visit our website soargirls.com and check out our weekly blog, free resources and other exciting digital content. See you next time.